killers, murderers, decoding the crime verse. 911, what's your emergency? Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Decoding the Crime Verse. I am Danny and I'm joined once again with... Fearless Eagle. That is correct. And today we are dealing with a South African case because hmm. we are proudly South African. Let's go. That's, let's go. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So, we don't get a lot of serial killers. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that's true. That is like, true. it's not like America vibes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, that's And it. even more, we don't get female serial killers so today Mm. ladies and gentlemen Mm, we mm, have mm. a notorious south african female serial killer (laughs) we actually there was a documentary just released about her in south africa called rosemary's hit list i watched it it was very interesting very well actually very well put together documentary and we are going to look into her case because this woman was Mm -mm. insane like, like nuts. Screws were like, not doing the things that they needed to be doing. Hey, don't make sense. Yeah. So, and I to make things worse, she's a former police officer. Let's go. We got our very own Golden State. <laughs> yes. Wow. I feel mm. like this is Nash's favorite killer, the Golden State killer. Yeah. He will bring him back to anything we that bring on the show. That guy was too epic. Let's go. Anyway, mm. so yes, she was mm. a former police woman who was convicted in the deaths of six people between 2012 and 2018. Her motive uh. was to live off their life and funeral insurance policies, hey. having collected as much as one point. Four million rand, which mm, is mm, at the, mm. which is about ninety three thousand mm. dollars. Okay, she was sentenced to six concurrent life terms for the murders, which is a total of thirty years. Ten years for fraud counts. Ten years for each of the seven incitement to commit murder charges, and ten years for the attempted murder of a couple of people but we'll get more into those those details so (laughs) she's not a great person and watching like tapes of her and her interviews while she's in court she is incredibly arrogant i was watching the documentary and i one of the forensic analysis person i can't remember exactly what she was doing for the case she said she has never seen someone this arrogant in court she said she would come dressed up she'd be wearing makeup hey, she'd hey, change hey, her hey. hair hey. she'd pose for the <laughs> camera yeah. like and yeah. apparently she could cry on cue so they yeah. ask her to speak about like her husband and she'd cry and next thing mm. she'd be speaking fine like she could cry with a blink of an eye most yeah. talented actress but you know what I also, in this documentary, they had someone speaking and she was saying how psychopaths and real psychotic people are yeah. often your most, 
like friendly because when she was working at the police force, yeah. she was actually like put at the reception. She was the person helping victims as they came through the door, like giving mm. them help and like, you know, like you have to be a friendly face to do that. I mean, you can't be intimidating. Yeah. And she said the reason why is because they're such good manipulators. That's why you don't really realize your yeah, psychopath hey, sitting hey, right hey. in front of you because they're sure, so sure, good sure, at sure, manipulating sure, sure, the people around them. That completely... I was like, how mm, many mm, people mm, am mm, I dealing with around me that are psychopaths <laughs> and I don't know? That's it. what I was thinking. I'm like, yo, I need because, to start watching. Because think about it, right? Mm, mm, Even in mm. TV shows and stuff like that, when they reveal who the killer is, it's normally some guy with like a they family. Yeah. Like he's like an yes, ordinary, normal one. man. But it's because they're so good at mm. manipulating that, you don't that it's like, good. it's mental. And they also said sure. it, during her trial... She showed no remorse. And yep. the one lady, I don't know, I think she's like a psychologist. Mm. She's explaining that she believes that this lady didn't even believe that she was to blame. Like, she was yep. like, why am I here? Like, I have nothing to do with this. Yeah, This is completely irrelevant to my life. Yep. And so she didn't um, have a great background. She grew up quite in a poverty mm. uh, area. area yeah. yeah, and things like that. And in the documentary, her former teachers and that said she was actually, she was well behaved at school and she mm. did her work and they believed it was because she had the mindset that she was working hard to break out of this poverty. So she, mm. she, they believed that she would actually go quite far. Yeah. And then she studied and she became a police officer. Mm. And even one of her friends, she's like, she'd always wanted to be a police officer. So since she was a little girl, mm. she'd always spoken about it. So this was kind of like, oh, she's, she's achieving her dreams. But things were a little bit shady from the get-go. For example, the one station she got allocated to would say, weirdly enough, she'd always take off leave at month's end and then like no one could yeah. find her. So there was always signs that there was something, there was yeah, something, something wrong. wrong yeah. And so she worked at the Tembisa police station. Okay. Mm. And what happened is how they found her is actually, it's quite a thing because they didn't catch her till about, I think... Her third or fourth murder. Yeah. So oh. what yeah. happened was was her husband was killed. His name was yeah. Maurice hey. in 2015. Okay. He was also the father of her child. Mm. And he was killed. And the first thing that tipped them off is she came running into the station. Now, they had found a body. They hadn't identified it as in they hadn't taken fingerprints they hadn't yeah. whatever. There wasn't a missing persons report. And she ran into the station saying, they killed him. They killed my husband. That's my husband. But how she would she have known the body it lying is, yeah, yeah. there was her husband, which she firstly hadn't seen it and it hadn't been identified. Yeah. So that was kind of like her like mm. slip up. Mm, mm. And apparently she did this once or twice as well mm. in other cases of, of murder. So she yeah. she was a little bit sloppy in, in like some... Yeah. What really confused me is in some areas she did it so efficiently and in but, yeah. other areas she was very sloppy. Mm. Now, apparently, this was not the first time. He was, I think, he was found with 76 stab wounds. Okay? That is not yeah. a small thing. That is yeah. like a crime of passion. Mm. She wanted this man dead. dead. Yeah. Okay. Sure. And apparently, this was not the first time she had tried to kill him. There was a fire that started in their house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he remember, actually yeah. got out. Mm. But when they looked at inside the house, there was like three or four bottles of mm. petrol under his bed. 
it was evident that that fire so was not an accident. That mm -hmm. was premeditated. Yeah. So anyway, this is when suspicion started being mm. raised. It's like, did this woman kill her husband? And I mean, she got 131,000 out of his death. And the, what happened was, is they went and they actually started to analyze his insurance policy. And there were discrepancies. <laughs> so, for example, in um, occupation, mm. she first had filled out police officer, scratched it out, and then wrote his actual career. Because obviously, when you're filling in a form, you're so used to filling your own details. Did, yeah. And they had proven that it's not his signature. So, he didn't even know this sure. life insurance policy had Was, been taken yeah. mm. out on him. Sure. She had taken it out for him. And it actually... This whole investigation actually opened up questions into insurance policies because it shouldn't be that easy mm. for her to have forged an entire insurance, like oh. life yeah, insurance no. policy. Ew, it ew, shouldn't ew, have ew. been possible. Ish. So they went through it and now they started to realize, okay, no, there is something definitely afoot, yeah, like yeah, they realized. Yeah. And as they started to track back, they actually realized several members in her family had been killed. Yep. All of which life insurance policies had uh, been taken out of. So the first was her cousin. Mm. And he was found dead in March 2012. He was also beaten to death. Okay. Mm. 131,000 insurance policy. Okay. The second victim was her sister, Audrey. Ish. In June 2013, which she was murdered by a combination of poisoning and strangling. Now, this was mm. also a very weird one. For example, she'd gone to a house and there had been other people at the yeah. house. Yeah. And she said, oh, we're just having tea, whatever. And she, they were having tea. And then later they saw her leave. Yeah. And then she came back mm. crying, being like, she's dead, she's dead, she's dead. And they're like, but how do you know? Mm. Again, she made the mistake of being like, she's dead mm. before actually seeing the body. Yeah. So, kill her sister, Orgy. Mm. But again, it was like, for money. She, this is your sister. Hey, hey, hey. I know also me, I was like, what the And she got yeah, 700,000 hey. out of that one. Hey. Okay, in that same month, her niece was found murdered. Yep. Where she received 119,000. So now she's killed her aunt and her niece. And what the psychologist was actually saying in the documentary is this clearly was more than just money. Yep. Because it is when people kill for money, it's normally like a once off thing. I've got yeah, my yeah. money. We sorted. So, we're done. Yeah, it's like in yeah. a time of desperate need. Yeah. Get the you, cash. You then, get yeah. the cash and you're out the door. Mm. The fact that she killed all these people, it's kind of like this money was a bonus to the killing. To a, the killing. So mm. the psychologist believes that there was an aspect of she enjoyed this. Mm. And she even said one of the reasons she probably killed her niece was because she didn't want to be now held responsible for looking after this child. Yep, that was, yeah. That was the situation. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm. So there was definitely more to this than, oh, she's just getting a fat paycheck. No, she... Mm. And the thing was, was with these insur these life policies, she was getting the cash and she wasn't even then giving it to like the people also in the oh, family. Yeah, yeah. She was keeping it all for herself. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm. Then the next one after... So then it was her niece and then it was her, her husband. 
And then the next death was in April 2017, which was her nephew. Mm. He was also found murdered. Okay. And he was found after having met up with her. And I think if I'm not wrong with this one, her phone and his phone were tracked to the same location. So she was there. Like Mm. it was a definite that she was the last person to see him alive. Mm. Even though she was like, no, when they, and I can't remember if it was this murder or another murder, but apparently they found a body and they phoned her. And she walked into the crime scene two minutes later. How do you... You, were, you would have had to be in close. You weren't even in your car. You walked into sure, a crime scene. Sure, like, sure, are you dumb? Sure. Yeah, like, no, make sure you're as far away from the... Po- like, it'd be like, oh, I'm going to get there in half yeah. an hour. But you walk into the crime scene too. There is no sure. chance that you were two minutes away by accident to your murdered uncle, niece, nephew, whoever. Hey. You hear what I'm saying? It's like weird. Mm, mm. Can't even say, yeah, I was visiting. No, no then her final <laughs> victim was her nephew and Audrey's son. Mm. Okay. And she has admitted that she t- had taken out funeral policies mm. against mm. him. Now, I mean, that is six people. In some cases, she didn't kill them directly. They were mm. hitmen. Yeah, because what hired, happened yeah. was how she got caught. We'll get into that. But it was actually the hitmen that got her caught. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what happened was... She was now going to kill sure. her mother. Yeah. And then her mother and then there was the sis- another yeah. sister. Yeah, her With other sister. Kids, yeah. yeah. And so she sent these hitmen to the mother, but when they got to the mother, they... Yeah, things didn't go. Things didn't yeah. go. And so they just had a cup of tea. They asked for... No, they didn't ask for tea. They asked for some, a glass of water and then mm. they left. But then when they saw the sister had a newborn baby, like we can't kill... Mm. We can't kill her. So then they went back to Rosemary and she was like, no, let's do it. And she kept hiring, kept hiring them. And eventually they actually went to the police. The hitmen hey. went hey. to the police. You're a hitman. But also her, there was a problem with her. Like, I mean, no, 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 some no. of the things that you, she was telling them of how to kill them. You yes. sit down, you like, no, 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 no. So for example, with the, when they were on, because what happened was when they caught her, because now they were going to work with the hitmen. Okay. Mm. So they then, um, they were like, okay, fine. We'll do, well, this time we will kill your sister. Mm. And they then placed an undercover cop mm, yeah, in yeah. the car with them. And he mm. was, and they had planted a camera, a camera in the car. Yeah. And in the thing, she's like, make sure that you do this and they are bound and put a sock in their mouth and then set the house. Like, detail, detail yep. about how... And then she had planned to be somewhere else at that time. So she, she was going to drop the hitmen mm. off and then drive back to wherever she needed to be. But obviously mm. then they arrested her because they now had yeah, the, yeah. the evidence. Evidence, yeah. But it was like absolutely mental that she'd like fully sat and planned, this is how you're going to kill my sister and her little... Baby. And yeah, she was even explaining how if it's a situation where like the house caught fire, they don't actually pay attention to yeah. the stuff because there's no DNA, yeah. like fingerprints. Because like another what? thing, because that's the thing with her being a cop, she mm. knew mm. how procedures worked. Mm. She knew mm. how investigations worked. Yeah. She knew how our law enforcement worked. She yeah. basically had the keys to do whatever she wants. Mm. And another thing that she, what happened was she had a friend mm. 
who wanted to kill her, who was upset with her husband. And then she said to the friend, well, let's just kill him and get the money. Yeah. And the friend actually agreed. This lady has also been, I think, convicted. So she is also yeah, fa- facing yeah. courts and stuff like that. And what happened was they went to try and kill this husband. It didn't work. It didn't work. And eventually they actually went to a traditional African healer, um, witch doctor, mm. whatever you want to call it, wherever yeah. you are. But they went to this person and this person said, no, if you kill this man, his, his spirit will torment yeah. you for the rest of your life. So they um, were obviously very superstitious. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah. culturally for them, it was a very big deal because yeah, um, yeah. it's in their culture. Yeah. They believe that kind of stuff. So they then were like, we're not killing this man. <laughs> 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 we're not killing him. It's done. Yeah. They actually then went to this guy and were like, yo, your wife hired us to kill you. Hey. And he's like, uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. he hey. then went to the police and then yeah. they actually also then said that how they had killed for Rosemary before and mm. stuff like that. And then they put this husband in witness protection. Yeah. And so they were caught and then eventually he was let out. Mm. So the fact she was even dragging other people in. Hey. It was even discovered, so she then got arrested. She had managed in prison to smuggle cell phones into See? the prison. And yeah, she had exactly put a oh. hit Aye. on the, the... I think it was the guy who was like the head of her police station. Mm. And someone else, I think the, one of the other the, guys who were working her a case. Sergeant. Yes, a sergeant. Yeah. She actually, in prison, put hits on these men's lives. Mm. Mm. Uh, the police sergeant, I watched an interview with him. He was saying it was so scary because he couldn't tell his wife, he couldn't tell his kids. And mm. every car that follows him, he's now thinking, are oh, these the people who are going hey, to kill hey, me? Hey. So eventually, they then confiscated her phone. They, they actually moved her to a more secure prison mm. where she couldn't get anything. But the fact she's in prison and she's not willing yep. to stop. And then during her investigation, they actually discovered that previously she had been married before when mm. she was younger. And mm. that man mysteriously died as well mm. but they um at that apparently a proper autopsy had never been done and because so yeah. many years had passed they actually then couldn't do yeah. something and so the cause of death is inconclusive but it was a very strange death mm. so they also now think that she could have been involved death, with this yeah. guy's death way beforehand so this isn't your someone who was purely doing this for financial gain this is a true sadistic mental psychopath right yeah like you don't because they even were saying they were gonna um because every person i think you get to get put up for rehabilitation program they're Mm. like they Ah, don't think she can go through it because there's no remorse she's beyond help yeah she's beyond help yeah no in fact she she doesn't want the help she doesn't want the help doesn't want to help. Even in court, she was saying that she forgives the sergeant. She doesn't hold it against the judge. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. okay. So, like, she's completely and utterly, hey. like, hey. mental. And you know what the worst, the, like, the worst thing is? Her mother defended her in court, even though she had hired the hitman to kill her mother. Hey. Her mother and several other of her family members defended her, even though she had taken life insurance policies. Mm. And it, there was mm. another one. I think it might have been Audrey, that one of the ladies, she phoned mm. the life insurance policy posing to be this other person and set it up as if, she, I think it was Audrey. Mm. She phoned pretending to be, to be Audrey. Yeah. Mm. 
So, like, they didn't even know. Or, like, for example, yeah. she'd suggest to her nephew, like, you need to take out, like, a Like, so she subtly mm. did these things. But I'm just like, because, like, when, when they got the phone records and they, the insurance policies had recorded the, 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 the interview, record, yeah. it was her. It wasn't even the other, the other her victim. She yeah. had set up the life insurance policy. Mm. She phoned. She personally. So phoned. Uh, she personally. So the the it just I'd like we really have a problem with our insurance policies. I'm just telling you because it should not be this easy uh, to set up an uh, insurance policy. I'm just saying like yeah. uh, some serious investigations. Yeah, need no, to go there should into be that. background checks and. No, you know, exactly. Like, uh, yeah. But I mean, so there's six known victims. I wouldn't be surprised if she's there's killed others, more. Yeah. I really, I, I. Yeah, no, probably there's more. And honestly. Yes, yeah. The fact that know. she was a police officer, I mean, it honestly just gave her more tools because mm, she now mm. knew the system. Mm. She knew how it worked. And I kind of think maybe, maybe after killing the first husband, mm, was like, okay, okay well, I can yeah, do this. I can do this. Yeah. And then she developed her plan more mm. effectively. And, mm. but I mean, w I mean, if you Google her in court, she's the most arrogant woman. You'll e like no remorse yep. whatsoever. Mm, mm. Definitely. I'm Definitely. like absolutely like blown away yep. by what she was able to achieve. Hey. And then, I mean, to even be able to achieve putting hits out on people in, in prison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's the part that I was like, yeah. Like it blows my mind. Yeah. Like, pro like I'm not going to lie. She, if I had to rank criminals, she would be a top tier criminal. <laughs> like she's honestly done the most. <laughs> <laughs> but she is a true, mm. true, true psychopath. Yep. Yeah, she took everything with her. And I mean, because even even the the lady, uh, the the for one of the forensic ladies says, in her entire career, she's never dealt with a female serial killer. They are not. It's statistically female serial killers. There are not as many as men. Mm. It's just a fact. Okay, women mm. are. It's it's less prone to happen. Mm. But she just was, the, the lady, this forensic lady was just like completely blown away at this woman. Right, She's yeah, like, yeah. she was actually just like, I'm, I'm, I'm shocked. I'm, sure I'm shocked. I'm sure here where we are located, she takes number one. Definitely. <laughs> like, yeah, above I don't all even the wanna, guys. I, I wonder how many, let me, because I know we've had about a hundred, hundred um, serial killers. They probably still need to, you know, update the stats and then she's going to take number one on the spot right there, you know. But yeah. Okay, yeah, I've got yeah, a list of yeah, them. Yeah. Um, Identified yeah. serial killers. Okay, yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, like 18. Yeah, she'd fit in right at the top because our most has been 18 mm. and then around nine and then five. So she would be like our third and the rest are all guys. <laughs> 14. So the, the what number one? Oh no, someone 18? they say has 27. 27. I'm sure she's done. Serial rapist who murdered victims in Wemapan area. Is that <laughs> not right next door? Okay, now? guys. Uh, that, um, uh, <laughs> I'm so number sorry. Two? I'm so sorry, but that Definitely is like that two. is down the road from where we're sitting right now. It's like okay, I think. Probably when was this guy? Okay, 2012. Murders. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's 2012. It's long ago. You. That just gave me a Is that the one that is what twenty seven? Oh no no no! I'm sorry. The Wemer Pang one was nineteen ninety seven. So <sighs> we definitely found. Okay 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 okay. Yo yo yo. 
Mm. Oh, that is a mm. uh, that is that is a little bit of um. That was no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Daisy Demolka was South Africa's first female convicted serial killer, but she killed in 1923. We it's, had serial killers in 1923. <laughs> what? I didn't even. Okay, no, that's a first. Okay, she only killed three people. She was executed, poisoned two husbands and her son. <laughs> for life insurance, for her life, life insurance. insurance <laughs> hey, I guys, I, uh, guys, guys, please have a different motive. I'm tired of life insurance. I'm now. not gonna get life insurance. <laughs> <laughs> I already have life insurance. <laughs> I'm trying to see the axe for, killer. For, for all the serial killers out the there, the Limpopo serial killer. I'm just killer. letting you guys know I don't have life insurance, <laughs> so you can't get it from me. <laughs> the Lotto gangster. Yeah, yeah. What they went after the Lotto. Yeah, 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 yeah. They robbed, raped, and murdered people in Mpumalanga. Sure. The apartheid killer, he killed over 39. 39. Ah, he served 20 years and then was released. Yeah. A hey. former policeman and security guard who killed black South Africans. <laughs> okay, it was during apartheid, so. Yeah. Makes yeah. sense. And I feel like during that time, probably a lot of. Other things happened that were not on record. The ABC killer, 76. I've heard of the ABC killer. 76. Uh, raped, yeah, murdered yeah, women yeah, around yeah, Boxburg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 1994 to 1995. So that would have been just as we got democracy. Yeah. The sugarcane killer. We've sugar actually had, I'm so sorry. I didn't realize South Africa had this many. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm used to America, but we've got some yeah. pretty interesting <laughs> things. We should They're do a series on South African serial killers. He was killing for sugarcane. <laughs> what did he say? The sugarcane killer? Let's see what it says. Robbed, murdered women around KwaZulu Natal, dumping their bodies in sugarcane and tea plantations. Yeah. Huh. The railway killer. Satanist mm. who murdered black males in <laughs> Pretoria. I, 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 I. But yeah. he was black. I, I don't understand. <laughs> the booty boer raped, murdered prostitutes, young boys, and his own daughter. I, That's deep. I, I. Guys, I really didn't know we had this many serial killer. Those are the known ones. And then there's three that have been unidentified that were never solved. I feel like those three, one of them could have been close to our time. The last one was 2007. Yeah, you see. Sleepy Close Hollow Killer. Go, 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 go. 2007, I was busy out here walking in the streets. I was in grade, <laughs> in grade naught. Well, grade R. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Raped, strangled women, mostly sex workers and prostitutes using their own underwear. I. So, guys, we're going to start a series on South African serial killers. Because <laughs> I really didn't realize we had... Yeah, like we'll just dive into them, you know, and see what I'm quite intrigued. Stuff. Yeah. Wait, but who are the people in Devil's Dorp? Do you remember that documentary? Mm. We'll do the... Ne okay, you know what? Oops. Next week we will do the ABC killer. I'm intrigued about this yeah, guy. That, that. <laughs> I killed my first victim. A second victim. B. There was a, a Agatha Christie book about C. like that. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, that's where I heard it from. Mm. Okay, yeah, I heard it from there. Um, so Devil's Dorp. I'm just getting the description. 
I don't want the whole documentary. I can't watch that on while I'm recording a show, obviously. Yeah, guys, like you, you sit there and listen to the documentary, you know, as we also listen. As to my internet decides to do funny ding, things. Ding, ding, ding. I know this is ding. in Krugerstorp. Mm. Uh. That's like. Okay, yeah. It's like Come on. neighbors of the neighbors. Yeah. I go to Krugerstorp quite often, actually. Hey, need to be watching these people. Hmm? Okay, anyway, besides that, it's hey. not loading. But yes, next week we will be doing the ABC Killers for all our fellow South Africans out there. But until mm. then, we will see you next time. Peace. This is Ready On Demand. What you want, when you want it. It's Active FM. Active FM.